what's up everybody this is the trumpet of truth podcast episode two i'm your host jacob long and i have with me my wife Allie long hello everybody <laughs> um we're gonna kind of start a new thing this week um with like a a song of encouragement and we're gonna hope to continue that every week to give you a little something that's just kind of been on our hearts and i'm gonna let Allie uh read you guys some song lyrics and Tell you a little bit about this song that's kind of touched us both. So we, um, to get us through the week, most times we listen to Christian music on the radio. There's so much smut out there when it comes to music, but just listening to Christian music really uplifts you. And I don't even miss like regular music anymore. I don't have my radio on anything other than Christian music. (laughs) Yeah, I really can't think of a time in my truck going to work, from work, in a dump truck, at work listening to anything but like the wind or caleb and <laughs> yeah. if i'm not on the one of those i'm definitely on spotify listening to our own yeah christian playlist that we've made so because i i get spoken to through music i feel like god speaks to me through music so often that you might just give it a try like on your way to work or something just put on some christian music and see what the lord has for you Anyway, the song of the week this week is going to be Come What May by We Are Messengers. Um, This song has, if you've been on Christian music radio stations, you've probably heard it before, but it is just so good and it's so powerful. So I just wanted to read you guys some lyrics from the song. Um, Starts out, sometimes sorrow is the door to peace. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) Sometimes heartache is the gift I need. You're faithful, faithful in all things. And then the chorus goes, In every high and every low, on mountaintops down broken roads, you're still my rock. My hope remains. I'll rest in the arms of Jesus. Come what may. It's so powerful. I'm going to go on and read the second (laughs) verse because it's really good. There is deep joy that you give me where hurt meets the healing is a holy thing. I see goodness, your goodness in all things. Um, so that is Come What May by We Are Messengers. I encourage you guys to give it a listen and see if it speaks to you the way that it spoke to us. It's a really good song. And it's a banger. I mean, not only that, you can, you <laughs> yeah, can, you can you jam can to straight it. jam to that song. It's really good. <laughs> really good. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 10. Um, and we're going to talk about how Jesus is speaking to the uh, 12 apostles here and he's telling them about how basically he didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. So let's just get started right here in uh, chapter 10, verse 34. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So, why There's this? So many things in oh, that yeah, one passage, could, like usual. Go on and on. And, you know, one thing that kind of speaks to me is like in today's 
woke Christianity church world, Jesus is kind of painted in this picture of like a hippie almost, you know, like, oh, love, just love everybody and love everything. And, you know, Jesus would be accepting. And, you know, you almost get this kind of like, I get like a hippie vibe from a lot of people, (laughs) you know, and for, from a lot of, you know, pastors that kind of preach that, that, that message. And, you know, Jesus is telling us right here, I didn't come to bring peace, Mm -mm. but a sword, you know, people are going to be divided. I'm telling you this because it's almost like, like a prophetic warning. Like he's telling us like, Hey, people are not going to like you because of me. Even people in your family are not going to like you because of me. And, you know, in today's culture, that's, that's a hard thing to hear, you know, because we all want to be liked so much, like whether it's a, you know, a click on Facebook or, you know, a share or. I'm definitely like a people pleaser too. Like, when I get in a big group setting of people, even though if a conversation is had, if someone, if I disagree with that, I don't want to say that out loud because I wouldn't be pleasing all the people. I mean, it's just a. a you want to be liked. Yeah. It's a common thing that people do as human beings. We want to be liked and loved. And <laughs> and you don't want to stir water. Yeah. You know, you don't want to, you want to keep, keep the peace, which really, if we want to go back into Matthew chapter five, just a few chapters ago in the uh, Beatitudes, we notice that it says. Blessed are the peacemakers, yep. not the peacekeepers. See, we think that it's peacekeepers or, we're, you know, we're taught that, that, oh, just keep the peace. Just don't <laughs> stir the water. Just, you know, be nice and be kind. Well, the Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. Right. There's a difference between keeping peace and making peace. Sometimes you have to make a little war to, to create peace, yeah. you know, and, you know, that comes from boldness. You know, it's not necessarily like literally physical war. No, yeah. You know, it can be spiritual. It can be. Words out of your mouth speak the most, more than actions. A lot of times. Yeah. yeah, A lot of times, for sure. So um, another thing that was interesting to me is how this little passage here, just these five verses were kind of so persistent on talking about households being ripped apart. You know, I've come to set. Son against his father, a daughter against her mother, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. You know, a person's enemies will be that of his own household. Yeah. You know, that's kind of kind of crazy. <laughs> but if you think about it, that that applies to today because, I mean, even with this whole COVID debacle, how many things have you seen on the internet and on the news about children calling their parents in to, like, police and stuff and oh, yeah. having them turned in for, you know, not wearing a mask, not doing well, this or that and the and other. I'm sure and those of you listening at some point in the last 18 months to two years, you've had an argument with someone in your family <laughs> and, you know, not just based on COVID, mostly about COVID, but about other things that tear families apart and something so simple can just totally rip a family apart. That's what we're seeing. Like we're living this now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> It could be what's going on in the country or a disagreement on theology. It yeah. could be so many things. And, and people nowadays are so easily offended. Over yeah. Things, that has which, a lot to do with it, which has a lot to do with it. Everyone's a victim of something. Yeah. And they're so easily offended. Yep. You know, and, and the Bible tells us that households are going to be ripped apart. The Bible tells us blessed are the peacemakers. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, you've got to stand in faith and speak truth speak with a truth sword <laughs> with boldness. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, they said Jesus is, you know, his sword was his tongue, right. for, for, you know, because he wasn't killed for what he did, but for what he said. Right. 
So yeah. I think it says that in Revelation as well. Right. Double-edged sword. Yeah. So, you know, with all that being said, with households being divided, sons against fathers, daughters against mothers, and, you know, brothers hating each other, you know, it's just so important that we have to have God at the forefront of our life. Like, he has to be above all things, you know, and right here just in a, um, verse 37, whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves his son or daughter is not worthy of me. So, literally, he's saying, kids, if you love your mom and dad more than me, you ain't worthy of me. Yeah. Mom and dad, if you, you know, love your kids more than me, you put them ahead of me, you're not worthy of me. And then that's the whole point. Yeah. It, it is so hard being a parent ourselves. Like, I love our boys more than, you know, anything else on this planet. And it's kind of hard to comprehend, you know, God saying, you know, they're my children too. Like, I'll take care of them. You he love me. He was theirs me. first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was theirs first. Or yeah. He, yeah. They, they were, were his, his first. first. <laughs> Got a little ahead of myself there. But yeah, they were his children first. Mm -hmm. And the whole point is to put God above everything and he'll sort out the rest. He'll take care of the rest. Yeah, you know, it, Jesus is going to come to bring a sword, not peace. You know, we, although we have to speak truth and be bold, that's not a worry or a burden that we have to carry. You know, God's going to do that. So just fix your eyes on him. Keep on keeping on and just love God above all things and everything. Last week, we talked about Genesis 22, about how Abraham told his servants to stay behind with the donkeys while he and Isaac went up the mountain to worship. And I believe that they were told to stay behind because, you know, they probably weren't spiritually ready and mature enough to handle what was fixing to take place. And I think that um, lesson there applies here as well in um, uh, Matthew 10. You know, there's going to be people in your family, brother, sister, even parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, you name children. it. Children. <laughs> that you're going to be divided because... They're just not on that level that you're at. They're not spiritually ready. They're not spiritually ready. And that'll create division because, you know, those servants that were told to stay behind, they weren't just like slaves, you know, they lived with Abraham. They worked alongside him. You know, they were probably more family than anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Although they probably weren't the same, you know, blood or from the same genealogy. Maybe they were, I don't know, but you know, they had a connection there. Not just anybody walks with you for three days carrying a bunch of lumber and food and water and stuff so you could go kill your son. Like, not just anybody does that, right? Although they didn't know that's what they were going to do. Right. <laughs> he told them to stay behind. And just like here, there's going to be people that have to stay behind, and that's going to create division. And just because people aren't spiritually ready or spiritually on the same page as you doesn't mean that you have to stop you know, reaching out to them or. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, that's where the division will come from. Right. I like to use this um, kind of simile or metaphor. You know how when you're on an aircraft or an airplane 
and they always tell you, you know, if you're going down or something bad is turbulence is happening on the plane and the mask drop down, they want you to secure your mask first before you can help other people. So I think that's a really good metaphor for with God as well. Like you have to make sure that your relationship with God is strong and that you are so fixed on him and then you can feed others. You can make sure that you're doing your part for the kingdom. And that's where I think I struggled for the longest time. I had a calling and a heart to help others, but my relationship with God wasn't 100%, you know, strong. And I didn't have 100% faith that he was going to do everything that he's done for me. Um, But once I am strongly rooted in my faith, that's when we kind of, it clicked. Like we need to do more for the kingdom because we're there. Like we're there in our faith. Absolutely. And isn't it crazy how like, as soon as you start trying to work on yourself to, cause like you said, same the same rule applies like in a gunfight, like it, like <laughs> what you were taught, you know, as far as, you know, when bad things happen and you get in a gunfight, you know, you have to make sure that you're able to fight and stay in the fight before you can protect other people. Like yeah. you can't go being stupid and get shot because <laughs> yeah. then you can't protect your wife and kids. Yeah. It's the same kind of concept. Like if you don't get right and, you know, work on yourself, you can't help others get there either. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy that sometimes it seems like as soon as you start to do that, um, your friends and even some family, they'll like almost receive that as judgmental because you're not doing the things you used to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, for example, say like if you used to, you know, go to a friend's house and, you know, maybe have a couple beers and hang out and do stupid stuff. Just, yeah, kind of be honor, you know, just innocent fun, but it's something that, you know, you're just not into anymore because you're trying to be different. Right. They'll, those people will think, oh, well, they're just stuck up and they think they're better than us. Yeah. When really that's not. And not everyone will think that, but you will, but there is a face that is a a common thing though. We've seen it happen in our lives and friends' lives. And we, we've witnessed that big time. And, and, um, it is kind of sad because, you know, you think like, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not judging you. This isn't about you. It's about me. Yeah. It's about my relationship with God. You know, I'm not, you know. My relationship with God has nothing to do with you. And if I can't get myself better, I'll never be able to make the people around me. Mm-hmm. So don't, too. if you're going through that where you feel like you're being, you know, mocked or, you know, made fun of or anything like that for doing what you feel God's calling you to do, just like keep on, keep the faith. You're doing what is right and what God is calling you to do. Um, and, we've kind of figured out in our own experiences when stuff like that happens, it it could possibly be those people's own convictions, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, I think that's almost 100% of the time. Yeah. It is what it is because, you know, especially someone who knows the word yeah, and who knows better, they're going to have such deep conviction watching someone like, you know, a good friend of theirs or a brother or a sister, you know, start to change the way they are, it's going to make them feel weird, yeah. right? Make them feel uncomfortable because they see you doing what they know they ought to be doing. Right. But it's going to make them mad because they're not doing it because you're doing it. Right. Right. So they're going to, you know, Satan's going to use that in all sorts of ways and, you know, twist the scenario so they lash out at you oh, instead of. <laughs> for sure. There'll be a spirit of jealousy or a spirit of just anger or, you know, whatever, just to get them to, to think, you know, badly of you for yeah. doing what God's calling you to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So the, the moral of that story is God above all things. <laughs> yeah, God above all things. Yeah. God above your your friends. God above your family. God above your children. God above your spouse. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's the way you ought to be. That's yeah. what the Bible says. Yep. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Red letters. So um, I want to touch on this last verse. And it says, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Hmm. So this to me kind of speaks like in a, uh, oh, almost like telling you that there are things and places and people that are going to want to try to tell you that fear should creep in and you should just, you know, protect yourself and, and this life, protect this life. And you get so caught up in what's going on in the world to today and, and oh my gosh, things are so bad. And I got to do this and do this and do that. So I, I can, you know, be healthy. And, and, you know, the Bible says, well, if you're going to do nothing, but try to save your own life, you'll lose it. Mm -hmm. But if you lose it for my sake, you'll find it. So there's kind of like the fear aspect of it. There's also like the, the persecution aspect of it. Yep. Right. So like your life as a metaphor, like, losing your you know job or losing your you know friend circle or not just specifically your flesh body life right (laughs) you know if you're you know jesus also said if you are of the world you're not of me Mm -hmm. right so that that goes hand in hand with that goes hand in hand with this verse so my dad always taught me which this isn't biblical, but it applies big time. And <laughs> yeah. I think this is not theology. This is Jacobology. Yeah. And it's, he always said, if you were of the world or no, what did he, what did he say? It was like, if everyone's doing it, it's probably wrong. And it, <laughs> that always made me think of if you're of the world, you're not of me. So like if all your friends in high school were going to go do some honorary stuff, probably wasn't something that you ought to be doing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like all the things you see today in the culture. If everyone is uh, doing these stupid things on TikTok, <laughs> trying to get <laughs> social media famous or whatever, probably not something you should be doing. Right. You know, and a lot of times, if uh, a majority, especially in today's culture, says, you know, hey, thumbs up, that's good, this is good, more than likely, it's bad. <laughs> yep. Like nine out of ten times, it's bad. Yeah. So... You know, persecution is going to come knocking at the door. And it's here. It, it is here. It is. But it's going to get, you know, people are blind to it right now because it's it's kind of on a, on a smaller scale. Yeah. You know, it's kind of being, the media is not reporting on it. You know, it's not talked Obviously. about. Obviously. It's not talked about. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not talked about in the church like it should be yet. Yeah. But it's coming. I believe it's coming. And we can see by what's happening in Canada. Yeah. All the pastors being rounded up like. You know, bunch of Cattle. livestock, yeah, yeah <laughs> and taken to prison or fined sixty thousand dollars for keeping their church open, for baptizing people, for having revival, and literally all of those pastors, like Americans, wake, wake up. up, yeah, this is coming. Yep, wake up. Don't try to save your life and align yourself with the government and align yourself world, with yeah. the culture. Align yourself with God, and those are the days we live in. Right, this, that's today. Yeah, you know, and. You know, if, if I think there's someone out there that needs to hear this, wake up. Yeah. If you know, if you're hearing this and this is making you feel uncomfortable or whatever, I'm telling you, wake up, quit sleeping. Okay. Start looking at what's going on 
and asking yourself if it aligns with the Bible and the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, and if it does not, quit aligning yourself with it. Get your nose in Scripture. Align fill yourself you, with truth. Yeah, fill yourself with the Word, with the truth, and God will bless you for it. Amen. That doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. That doesn't mean you're not going to be persecuted. That doesn't mean there's not going to be any division, because there will be. The Bible says there will be. But you do want to be on the wrong side of history or the right side. Yeah. In Jesus' eyes. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. So those of you out there that, you know, maybe you've turned this podcast off already, but wake up, guys. Yeah. It's, you know, we got to wake up. There's some crazy, crazy things out there. Um, and we could, you know, go all night talking about all the persecution. And I mean, yeah. think about it, guys. The country was locked down. How many, what was it, like a couple months ago, there were still like 20-some percent of churches still closed. Yeah. 15 days, stopped the spread, you know, a year and like, what is it, eight, nine, ten months, something like that in. Yeah. Year and eight months in, nine months in, mm-hmm. and there's still churches closed. Yeah. But yet, we can go to casinos. We can, we can go to football games. <laughs> we can go to, we, we've been able to go to Walmart the entire time. <laughs> What the heck? That doesn't make any sense. That's because the motivation behind all of it is evil. It's evil. That's persecution. And if you don't think so, then you don't know a thimble's worth of the Bible. I agree. (laughs) You're passionate about it, so I'm going to let you speak from the heart. Um, You know, so wake up. You know, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my name's sake will find find it. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, in verse 38, it says, and whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. So, you know, we have to literally drop all that we have and focus on Christ. You know, we yeah. have people in our lives that want to sound, and I was one of them, Yeah, like to say, I'd lay down my life for God. I'd die, take a for, bullet yeah, for, Jesus. I'd die for Christ. Yeah. And that's a very good thing to do. A martyr's death. Yes, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. We've seen it a lot. But you remember Peter said the same thing at the Last Supper. Yes. Lord, I would die for you. And he's like, no, dude, you're going to deny me three times. Before, he's like, <gasps> before the <gasps> rooster crows. And he's like, oh, my goodness. And guess what, guys? He walked with Jesus, <laughs> seen the miracles, heard the preaching, and yet he still denied him. He was the rock of the church. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And he still denied Jesus three times. So, listen, if you can't even live for Christ, there's no way you're going to die for him. Yeah. There's no way. I'll die for Christ. Bro, you don't even live for him. No. Take up your cross. Take up your cross and follow me. He just don't want you to die for him. He wants you to live for him. (laughs) Yeah. And when it's time for you to die, he'll let you know. And in that moment, he'll speak through you. Yep. To all those who persecute you. Yep. And there won't be anything that they can rebuttal with it because it'll be straight from God and it'll be truth. Amen. Truth. <laughs> That's truth. what we're founded upon is truth. truth. All right, guys. That was chapter 10, verse 34. Passage, not peace, but a sword. Of Matthew. Matthew, of chapter 10. <laughs> <laughs> Left that important part out. Matthew, chapter 10, verse 34. And if you haven't ever read the gospel of Matthew. Boy, is it good. Oh man. Man, it's good. Once mm-hmm. you get to about chapter five, it just lights up. It's on fire. It's <laughs> I mean, on it's fire. It's all the, the whole, way through. Whole, 
the whole thing. But that Sermon on the Mount is really good. Yeah. And if you haven't seen The Chosen yet. Mm, shout out to yeah, Chosen. Man. Talk about lives changed. Yep. How many lives have we seen changed by it? A lot. And we are going to see lots of those lives on this podcast. Yeah. I kind of owe that show credit for starting this fire in me. Yeah. Almost two years ago. Yep. It's awesome. So it's check awesome. it out. The All you got to do is download the app, The Chosen, on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, any of those. They have it. It's The Chosen, and you can watch all the episodes for free. There are two seasons up. so, And we get absolutely nothing for saying this. No, we don't. <laughs> we we don't. just really it's like just the show. Good. I literally <laughs> tell every person that I come in contact with about it because it's so awesome. And even if you're not really that big of a, of a Bible person, you know, it's a good show. It's just a good show regardless. And it's theologically sound. Oh, it's yeah. the best show about Jesus today. It's the best show, period. Yeah. <laughs> like, bonus, it's about Jesus, Jesus in the Bible. But literally, it's just the best show ever. Check it out. So, anyways, guys, I'm going to close out in prayer. Thank you all for listening. I'm glad we got to dig deep into the Bible with you guys tonight. Yeah, and check out that song. Uh, Come What May. Come What May. By We Are, we are Messengers. messengers. Yeah. Check yep. it out. It's a good one. So, all right, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for another uh, blessed opportunity to speak to these people that are listening. Lord, I pray that they receive it, and I pray that you keep working through me and my wife to thunder out truth like a trumpet, Lord. And I pray that, pray that everyone that hears this is blessed, and they have um, good days ahead of them, Lord, and that they can spread your word and reach other peoples and plant seeds for the kingdom. And I pray all this in Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Good night. God bless.